Storytelling. Moments in time. The things we don't want to forget. Details that are etched in our souls are every day. Teaching. Artists who want to share their passion for telling the stories of their lives so you can better tell the stories of yours. Sharing. A space and place to share your work, be inspired, motivated, supported, and learn from one another. Community. A group for photographers run by photographers. We welcome you to this community. Welcome to Hello Storyteller Podcasts. I'm Megan Box, a natural light, lifestyle, outside box, and mode of photographer, and mom of two sweet girls, based out of Tulare, California. And I'm Melissa Ortendahl, a natural light, lifestyle, and documentary photographer based in central Massachusetts. Be the first to know about all of our upcoming educational opportunities, blogs, podcasts, mini lesson tutorials, and more. Make sure to check out our website at www.hellostoryteller.com and sign up for our mailing list to receive all the exciting new updates. Possible titles for my memoir of motherhood. Mom, you need to comb those prickly things on your legs. Please don't put your feet in your tuna casserole. And why are you licking the dog? How do I manage to photograph anything with such pressing issues at hand? She's funny, witty, and amazing at capturing those special moments, especially in low light. We welcome Erin Mufford to Hello Storyteller Podcast. Hi, Erin. Hello. I'm happy to be here. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to have you on today. I can't even tell you. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm not fully convinced that you don't have a side job as a stand-up comedian. I just want to say, for the record. I am way better in writing. I'll just put that out there right now to clear up any possible (laughs) expectations. I don't know. I've had a it so far, and you're pretty funny, so. No, I don't know. uh, I've always been a writer that's just, I have a degree in rhetoric and communication that was what I did before babies so it's just writing is writing is better no no talking talking is not as talking is inferior so <laughs> well if you haven't made it over to Aaron's Instagram page you need to do so stat because literally I laugh at every single caption this woman posts and I then try to be as witty as she is in my captions and feel miserably every single time, but she is hysterical. And I love that it's, you know, it's funny because of the way that you write it, but it's also funny because it's so relatable <laughs> for anyone that has young children. You're like, this is exactly what I'm dealing with. <laughs> yes. Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. Like last night, my husband's trying to brush his teeth. He's like, why is the sink full of toilet paper? (laughs) Well, I will give you one guess. (laughs) We all know. Yep, that's why. It's all good. So, Erin, we we really wanted to get a chance to talk to you about a whole bunch of stuff today, about your Mm -hmm. photography journey and kind of, you know, how motherhood kind of plays into that and other things that kind of inspire you and whatnot. So we'd love to hear a little bit from you on kind of how you got started in in your photography um, process and journey. Yeah. Um, well, it was, my daughter was born in October, 2013. And my husband just gave me a DSLR. It wasn't anything I had been looking to purchase. It wasn't 
anything I had ever been interested in, but he thought I might like it, and he was right. Um, I'd always had kind of an artistic outlet kind of thing, whether it was, you know, making cards or cutting up magazines when I was little, things like that, and um, so this is just the latest installment in Aaron's artistic outlet, really, so I kind of started taking pictures before my daughter was born, and... I don't know. It just it just really resonated with me, and and more recently, the light piece of it really clicked, and that's when I just feel like I really settled into my style and what I'm looking for in storytelling through the photography. So, yeah, and your low light images are just so phenomenal, fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> and Thank you. honestly, I think you know when we first kind of, or when I first kind of was introduced to you through the Sweet Life Unscripted. Um, I remember looking at your feed and being like, I need to talk to this woman about how she <laughs> takes these pictures in her house because I was terrified of low light. Yes. And I, yeah, I was the same way. And I feel like every story of every person who loves low light, um, it always starts the same way where like I would never take a picture of my house unless it was like every blind was up, every curtain was drawn, the, as much light as possible. Those were the only rooms I would even try to take a picture in because anything else was like... I don't know, apparently scary. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it just all of a sudden something clicked, and it's just what I really am gravitated toward. So what do you think it was that kind of changed that for you um, in terms of saying, hey, maybe I'm going to embrace, like, a different type of moodiness or environment, or I'm just like this house is just never light, (laughs) so I just got to start shooting in what I've got. Like, how did that happen for you? Um, I think it, honestly, I was started um, like being in different photography Facebook groups, and I started seeing images that had that really moody light. And um, I hadn't really, I was kind of in a photography bubble before that, you know, just like taking pictures of my kids and showing them to my mom, kind of thing. And um, I didn't ever interact with any other photographers before that, so I never really saw anything. Like I wasn't trying to see anything else, and I saw that there were other ways of using light, and I just was really drawn to that style. And so then, I think after a while of just seeing that there was this other possibility. Um, I I can remember the first picture I took of my daughter. She was just standing at the sink. Now I've taken a billion pictures by that (laughs) sink. And and I just saw the light, like, kind of coming around her profile a little bit differently. And I was like, that's the light I've been looking for. And that picture definitely tipped it off as to just kind of looking at that light really differently. Yeah, your work really inspired me to to try and capture low light because I hated it before I could – I hadn't – no idea how to even go about it. Yeah. But seeing your images really inspired me to even give it a shot. Well, that's good. Glad. I'd love if you felt like you wanted to um, share a couple of tips and tricks and ideas of, of how you go about. Um, I think, you know, the storytelling aspect is, is one piece. And I feel like, you know, your images have multiple layers and facets to them. You know, you have what's actually happening in, in the image as the story and the light is helping to tell that story. And then obviously your, your caption is also helping as well. And so I feel it's, it's kind of like a little mini book. You know, it's like, oh, what did Aaron post today? <laughs> Let me take a look and figure <laughs> out all the layers been here. Saying, see, I made that joke about my memoirs, but my mom's been telling me for years I need to write a book. Oh, you totally should. Yeah, absolutely. I would definitely like, buy I, what I, what would I right write now. About? I just sit and I say, no, I have to reserve a day to read this from cover to cover. 
But yeah, if you had any tips or tricks that you could kind of pass along about how to, if you've never shot maybe in the light before or how to kind of um, embrace that and and kind of utilize that to create an image, um, both I think maybe from a technical aspect, but also kind Mm -hmm. of like from a storytelling aspect, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, Well, it's really about the light source itself and the closer you get. So even in a room that seems really dim, the closer that subject gets to the window, that's where you need, that's the sweet spot for low light. I mean, the farther away they get, the light, there's more fall off and they're not going to be as well lit. So um, because if they're close to the window, that means they are close to the light source and the rest of the room is not close to the light source. So that's where you get that really cool subject lit rest of the frame kind of fades off into those shadows. So I definitely say closer to the light source is where you're going to see the difference the most between subject being lit and the rest of the frame not being lit. Um, um, other things, I guess... Um, Definitely your lens is going to make a big difference. Anybody who's trying to work in low light with a kit lens, for example, where the most it opens to 3.5, it's going to be hard. And I don't want people to feel like um, that low light is is difficult because of their gear. So I definitely say, I mean, when I'm working inside, I'm always, almost always using it at Um, 1.4. I've been able to figure out how to get that focus correct even at 1.4 so just a lot of practice with that but definitely your gear definitely that lens if you can't open up wide you're it's going to be harder a lot harder because you have to crank that iso and there's nothing wrong with that um, but obviously then you're dealing with more noise issues and things like that or um, so those are a, a couple of tips i also would add though that Low light doesn't, and I've said this before, low light does not mean no light. So you're not talking about a pitch black room where there's no light at all. It might just be a tiny little sliver of light that's passing through. So just kind of learning to look at the floor even, look at the walls and see where the light is starting and stopping. And um, those are some of the things I do when I'm looking for light. And I'm. those are some of the things I do. Awesome. Those are really helpful tips. I still remember the first time that I, well, I'm trying to think what lens it was. It must have been my 50 millimeter, which only I'd like the super, super duper cheap version. So it only goes down to 1.8. But before that, I think I'd had like a, I don't know, the kit lens, which I think only goes down to like 3.2 or something. And so I put it on my camera and I was like, what in the world is yeah. this? I yeah. feel like, <laughs> right, right. I felt like I had been like, like, transported and opened yes. up to a whole new oh, yeah. world. I was it's, like, this is incredible. It's game changing. I mean, it sounds, maybe it sounds silly to say, but it is. It's game changing. It lets you do things you couldn't do before. I also would say, don't be afraid of a slow shutter speed. That was something for a long time. Mm. I like, I refused to photograph anything below one two hundredth of a second because I didn't think it would be sharp or something. I don't know. Um, But that's the other thing. When you're working inside, you really need to get comfortable with a slower shutter speed just so that you don't have to rely on that super high ISO all the time. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with that and there's a lot you can do in post-processing to reduce any noise that might have been introduced. Um, But most of my images inside, if I need to, I start at one eightieth of a second and I've just had to make that work and I've had to get used to that and and most of the time it's okay unless you know my kids are like chasing the dog or something crazy right. but um <laughs> or the dog is chasing them trying to pull their tights off something like that you know that, that happens so um 
So, yeah, that's definitely, don't be afraid of that sh- slow shutter and practice with the slow shutter because um, that makes a big difference too. So I know you have more of like a documentary style, but do you still kind of set up your scene um, in a lot of your images? Um, I, I try not to. I would say that most of the time my camera is nearby, and then if my kids happen to be like I said, that light is always what drives it. But if my kids happen to be in that light or the light starts hitting them a certain way, that's when I, I'll pick up my camera. It used to be where I would see the light first and then try and force my kids into it. And I still do do that sometimes. Don't get me wrong. I'm still like, here, <laughs> no, we all. Have, have a Swedish fish. Like, yeah, right, right here. Stand on the, here. Eat it off the floor yes, right here in right. this spot. <laughs> it was really funny. My, my daughter, I gave her, I have, I have two camera bodies for when I shoot weddings. Anyway, so my daughter picked up one of them, and, and she was trying to take pictures, and she learned a few things, like about, Mommy, the, the it's blinking. Can you change something? So she learned about highlights. <laughs> but anyway, oh, awesome. so she put my son in one of her dresses and then said, Here, brother, stand here on this noodle. I'm like, what noodle? <laughs> they had been stealing. I had been making macaroni and cheese for dinner. They had been stealing noodles. Apparently there's a noodle in the carpet. She goes, here, brother, stand here on this noodle. No, Ian, stand there. No, don't move. Ian, stop right there, right there on that noodle. Don't, no, stop. Ian, stop right there. And then he finally stayed, and she takes a picture. He dances off, runs away, whatever. And then she's like, Ian, come stand on the noodle. Wait, Ian, where's the noodle? He's like, I ate it. (laughs) Of course he did. Of course you ate the noodle. (laughs) But it just really made me laugh because she's like, Mommy, he's not doing what I want him to do. Like, well, now you know how I feel sometimes. (laughs) You really want this shot. But so no, for the most part, I try not to because I don't want them to resent that camera being around. And so um, sometimes it like I think this morning I walked into our playroom that we just emptied out because we just redid the, the floor. And my daughter was sitting in the window right in the right spot. So we got some room light around her profile looking out the window with her Barbie doll. I'm like, anybody who looks at this is going to think it's set up. It's not, though. She just went there. Um, yes. And so, but like I said, I do, I do, if there's something I really want, like a special thing with a special toy or something like that, I, I won't feel bad about trying to encourage them to play in a certain spot <laughs> um you know my husband will come in sometimes and look at me and just kind of yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah I know what you're doing so <laughs> yeah, but it is so funny and I think that's definitely the approach especially last year when I was doing my 365 that I really had to take with my kids was a documentary approach and it was really more kind of what spoke to me in terms of what mm-hmm. I wanted to remember of their Right. of their childhood but my boys are they just turned five and my oldest one is going to be eight and yeah there's no like there's there's no you can't even bribe them now yeah, my oldest right. one a little bit but the five the four and five the four and five year old were like um yeah no we're not gonna do that mom so right. I remember I was doing I was taking a picture for I think it was um the the indoor light loop and I was struggling and so I was like literally chasing around one of my kids one of my twins and I was like, here, sit here, sit here. And he wouldn't do it. And I was like, fine. I'm like, fine, okay, whatever. And then he literally sat down right in this pocket of light that I actually hadn't even noticed was coming mm-hmm. from our sliding door in the in our family room. And he sat down out of protest because it wasn't where I wanted him to sit. And so he was like, fine. And he sat down. 
And then I was like, well, that actually kind of works. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's just so much easier. Like I, I don't want them to think I'm just the crazy lady who's always like harassing them to do things so I can take a picture. So, because you know, I, and I found, I probably, you guys struggle too, like to be there, not just photograph what's happening, like to actually be part of it. Um, so the camera, yeah, I try not to push it. I don't want them to hate me. <laughs> it's always a goal, yeah. right? Don't hate your mother. Yeah. So. <laughs> Gotta get them to do it somehow. <laughs> I find Skittles always works for me. There you I'm go. Yeah. Definitely more resistant as she's getting older. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to do like literally two minutes the other day and she was not having any of it. Yeah. I was like, all right, yeah. well. I don't want to force it, but, right. you know, this is mommy's fun time, too. Right, so right. I try to find right. the balance, and then just chasing it after a toddler, I mean, I, I get what I get, so. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Well, it's interesting, too, because I was reading something a while back about, um, you know, my, my oldest son is going to be eight, and he doesn't, I mean, he knows what Facebook and whatnot is, but... I feel like I'm starting to get to the age with him where I'm going to need to start being like, are you okay if I post this picture? Mm -hmm. Um, Which is kind of... Of your Superman underwear. Yeah, do you mind? Right, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Of you peeing in the backyard. Is that a problem for you? (laughs) Right. Of you wearing your sister's dress. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it's definitely... it's, It's... parenting journey is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Erin, I don't think I even know the answer to this question, but I heard you mention weddings. So you do client work as well? I do very little client work. Yes. My number one clients are my babies. So um, <laughs> they don't pay very well, but the, um, <laughs> I do. Yes, I do do um, other things right now, mainly um, senior portraits and weddings. So I, I really don't do much of anything else. I am um, starting to explore the client documentary lifestyle kind of mm. um, area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's, you know, I'm not, in any big rush to start getting paid for this stuff. I don't, I've been a stay at home mom now. That's my number one job. I, I don't need to be having any other kind of income. It's really just for my own, you know, get out of the house, actually put clothes on kind of thing. So, um, you know, it's fun. It's fun. But so, yes. Yeah. Just recently I've done a couple, um, day in the life sessions where I'm with the family for several hours and, um, Man, if I could get more clients to do that. <laughs> I know, I know, isn't it? I know. It's I, I love it because it's just constantly changing and the light and everything. You get to play with all that stuff and tell a story. I think that's the biggest yeah. piece that draws me to it. Um, it's just, it's totally different from traditional portraits. And there's nothing wrong with those either. But um, just something different that I really have a, more of a passion for. Yeah, and it really just, and I like the, as the older I'm getting, the more introverted I feel like I'm becoming. And so in those types of sessions, I mean, obviously I'm talking to the family and whatnot, but, you know, there's no directing or posing or anything happening. And so I just get to kind of blend into the background and just capture what's happening in front of me. And I tell my families all the time, like, I promise you, I promise you, I will bring you to a field with pretty light and I'll take pictures of you there, but just let me come to your house for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Pour me a cup of coffee and we'll hang out for a couple hours and you'll be super happy to have those, you know, day day to day moments that really Mm -hmm. make up your life. And you don't have to tell, you don't have to like, do cartwheels and tell fart jokes and all that kind of stuff to make kids smile. They just get to 
do their own thing and <laughs> be yeah. happy about it. So. So I'd love to know, just because I'm always struggling with this myself in terms, you know, I, I, I'm a very much like do as I say, not as I do type of person with my clients. <laughs> um, but I'd love to know, you know, what are you doing with the images that you take of your children? Are you putting them in albums? Are you putting them on the wall? Are you just letting them hang on your computer like I do? <laughs> right. No. Well, guilty. I, I know it's so hard when they're all just on the computer. It's like, well, there they are. Um, I just spent a long, not just a couple months ago, um, spent a long time going through my computer, um, of the pictures since my daughter was born and I deleted seriously like 4,000 files. It was crazy how many pictures were on there and not very good. I'll say (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to delete my daughter's childhood, but I was going through and I just start laughing because I'm like, this, this is really, really quite scary. But, um, no, I, I actually um, purchased a large collage frame, and I probably spent too much money on it. But, hey, um, they're my babies. So it's yeah. just a um, very – I can get a picture of it somewhere, but I think it's like like 8 by 6, 4 by 6 openings. So there's 48 – I don't know. Maybe that's more than that is. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's large. And I just – we just hung that um, in our living room and I spent a long time figuring out which pictures I wanted to put up there and I just love it. And the first time the kids saw it, they were like, oh, look, there's, I love that one with the llama and the birthday candles. And <laughs> yeah. there's Ian. And, and so they're excited to see them too. But I, my other goal is to get them into an album somehow um, yeah. because I just, I was telling my daughter about a picture that we were outside and something I had a picture of when they were little, it reminded me. And so I was telling her about it. She's like, can I see it? It's like, yeah, let me go dig through 8,000 files and try and find it, you know, like rather than having it right there to say, yeah, look, here it is. Or to be able to look through them together. Um, So that is a goal, but it's such a huge undertaking to try and Really those online album things. I have not found one that I'm like, yeah, this is easy. (laughs) So, um, I don't know, but I also have some big um, canvases. I just took updated ones yesterday, more portrait style of my kids to hang on the wall in our living room. Those are really big, but that's the most I've done. I wish, I wish it was easier to do more. And I guess it's, you know, something to work toward. Yeah, because I find that I struggle with, like. At what point, like, how how do I display, you know, all these years of my kids' lives at this point? Because I, um, you know, I don't want to just start in the last two years where I've done a decent job of taking decent pictures. (laughs) Right. I was, uh, we moved about a year ago and I hadn't put anything up on the walls and there's still not very much up on the walls now, but... I had, I did, I did set up like one wall in our house and it was pictures from our other house. And, um, I was looking at the pictures. I have like three frames of, of my, of my boys and I'm like, huh? Yeah. Let's see. My son was three. Uh, my eldest son was three and the twins were a year and a half. And that was the last time I had printed updated pictures of my children. Oh no. So I did take pictures of them this year before they started school. And so I was like, I'll at least use those in there. Um, but yeah, we're trying to figure out now where I bought, I bought picture frames to go up the staircase in our house. And, Mm. um, yeah, now I'm trying to figure out what to put in them. 
we have a large scale gallery wall in our living room, and I one of my I have one picture of my daughter that's in there, but I want to add some more. I mean, it's it's kind of cool the pictures I have now because they're a little more of a story. There's a little more artistic. Um, they just they they work. They work in a gallery wall along with other art because. To me, that's what they are. And so finding pictures where maybe the colors coordinate with the other colors in our gallery wall, I'm going to try and kind of integrate those in there, too, to just to get – because, you know, you, too, you two have so many pictures. Like, how do we do something with all of these? You can't. So wow. I think I'm putting that on my to-do list this month is to really just go through. I had set up, like, chat books, but – it's through the through Instagram where it you know it takes all your images that you've posted and turns it into a book, and I think there's like 60 images in each book or something like that. But I have them all the way from my days of when I only shot iPhone images and posted that on Instagram, and so you know they're not always as great. No, but, but they're still. I have like I mean, years yeah. worth, so I haven't printed them because I have like 28 books I have to order all and at once. A lot. So I've been yeah. putting it off. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's bad. I had done an album for my oldest son. Um, like I did an album by my pregnancy in his first year and his second year. And um, I had the pictures for his third year. Again, I'll repeat that he's going to be eight in June. Um, <laughs> I haven't done all. Yeah, so we're doing well there. Um, but that was, I, I liked that idea. And I all my kids are going to be in school starting in the fall. So part of my project for the fall is to get albums made for the kids for you know for each year and to go back through and and uh and kind of figure out what I want to put in and that is one of my goals for the fall when I have some more time during the day to myself so question because this is something that I've been thinking about you know I have two girls like do you print two albums three albums one for you know me and my husband and then one for each of the girls because I want them to have something too right but I don't know if I do that now do I do that later when do I do it I have wait, at least three albums that my mom made for me. So they're like the, you know, the plastic sleeve and you put the pictures and the cards the and all that stuff under, yeah. you put it under, um, but the protective coating. Yes. But like I it have, sticks to the, yes, to the page. Yes. So, oh but boy. I have three of those that my mom put together over all my years like through high school and maybe even a little bit beyond she just kept filling them in and I do have them now and my daughter and we've sat down to look through them and I show her pictures that's how this is mommy when I was your age and stuff like that so definitely something that they take with them I think is important but yeah I'm like I don't want to give these pictures all to them and never see them again. (laughs) Yeah. I want them too. So yeah, yeah. I only have one copy of each of the books that I made, I've made so far for Joshua, but I, and it's funny because I don't really think I thought of it in terms of like giving it to him. But I remember thinking that I, I'm going to have to make, like I made a book of when I was pregnant with the twins and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to have to make two copies of that because they're both right. in it. Right. And my thought was that yeah. I would, you know, like, I do a book of mostly just Liam or mostly just Drew because they're obviously in a lot of pictures together. I'm not quite sure still. I labeled, I was good at labeling them when they were little. And at the time they didn't look the same to me, but then I look back and I can barely tell them apart. So (laughs) I'm hoping that that's not going to be a bigger challenge than I think it's going to be. But it is a good point because I know like, 
I stole pictures from my mom, <laughs> my mom's photo albums <laughs> of me as a kid. And she's like, why is this page blank? I'm like, yeah. well, I was putting together a slideshow. I needed some pictures, right. but we just have those boxes, like photo boxes full of just prints but that were never done. But she did. We used to be big on scrapbooking, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day oh, yeah. in the 90s and <laughs> the 2000s mm-hmm. before all this digital stuff came out. And so we would sit, you know, at the dining room table and just spread out all of our gear, all of our stickers and our pages. Yep. And we would just go to town for hours, you know, making these albums. And I have a few from my childhood that I made because I've always been into taking photos whether it was specifically photography but um you know just capturing my childhood and so we would sit together and and make those but she made my own personal album you know of photos of me throughout my childhood which I which I have but I you know for us who do these projects and basically shoot daily (laughs) that's a lot of photos to go Mm -hmm. through if we don't start doing it now so yeah I don't know I'd like to know, Erin, I mean, it seems like you shoot pretty consistently, your kids. Um, And so what do you do when you find yourself in kind of a rut? Like, I know I'm so, you know, because you and I have had basically the same weather. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just, I got to the point this winter, or I said to Meg, I'm like, I cannot take another picture inside my house. Like, (laughs) I just can't do it. (laughs) And now, obviously, it's nice that we can get outside, but I'm just wondering, like, if you found yourself in a in a rut at any point, and kind of how did you manage to work through that or come out of that? Um, I can't think. I mean, I, I because I don't like plan to shoot every day or even every other day. Or it's just there are times when the pictures I post on Instagram were all taken like within the same day, and then I didn't shoot anything for the next few days. It's just whatever is happens to strike me or whatever happens to happen um that's what I do so I don't know if I've ever really felt like I've been in a huge funk but I have noticed that when um if it's a new spot like it amazes me that I'm still finding new spots of light in my house like I it it seems like I should have expired all of them by now but I haven't (laughs) and um that's that's really what like sparks some more creativity again is just, okay, there's, I have never noticed this light before. And so photographing in that kind of just kind of helps, but I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't get sick of shooting inside, <laughs> I guess. So, because I just, I just love it. And like I said, I, it's your sweet spot. It is. Yeah. I, and I'm amazed that I still find new ways to shoot different light in my house like it it's just it's fun for me it's kind of I sometimes say that's my other hobby and then actually taking the picture is <laughs> it's a hobby too but finding the light so so yeah I, I don't really have any you know helpful life-changing tips there but <laughs> that's great though no but I think eat I some think more chocolate that always helps eat some chocolate yep. eat some chocolate watch some tv <laughs> don't do the laundry yes all those things help mm-hmm Perfect. Yes. I'm doing. You heard it right things. here. Yep. <laughs> no, but I think yep. there is some. I think there is some helpful takeaways in that too. Of you know, sometimes I think, especially if if you're in a 52 week project or a 352 project, that um, you know, 
that there sometimes you do feel this kind of compulsion to take a picture yes. of something. Yes, and, and so, that's probably, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. That's why I've not really ever felt that way because I'm too lazy to try something like that. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there is something to be said for, you know, of, of letting those, you know, kind of moments happen and unfold. And also trying to find another spot in your house. I'm sure if I looked, I, I could find another spot in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. You know, I'm noticing yeah. now we just... I'll come had... to your house and look, and then I'll, like... You know, Perfect. Yeah, creepy. That's what I'll over. show up. It'll be really not creepy at all. I'll just be there. We need I'll be like Erin consult of our houses. Do. Yes. And come she over. just needs to find all the amazing yep. hot Show me all the spots. spots. I'll step out of the shadows and be like, right here, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Won't be weird at all. Nope. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. No, I noticed yeah. we just we just had our kitchen redone, and I mean, nothing changed in the layout of our kitchen. Um, mm-hmm. It's all exactly the same, but like the countertops are a different color now, and like we extended we extended out our countertop, one of our countertops, to make a bar area, mm-hmm. and it just oh moved. yeah, I saw it. I saw a picture you took there. Yeah, we it just moved the kids over just enough that it's a completely different look than when they were sitting at my kitchen table, which is in that same area. And so I was like that particular day while they were eating breakfast at that, that bar top. And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this light is amazing. I'm so glad I never put blinds up on those windows. <laughs> right? um, so, but I think that's just, I think there are, there is some, there is some helpful advice in there of, of not being afraid to put the camera down for a couple of days and, you know, and step away and detach it from your body for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, kind of pushing yourself to find a new spot in your house to shoot from. And even if it ends up being a sucky spot, at least yeah. you've tried a I new did, spot. Um, this past winter, one of my goals was um, artificial light indoors because mm. with, where we are it's it's dark by like yep. 4 30 <laughs> something sure crazy <laughs> so not anymore but i was like i'm not taking pictures after this like i was just not and so i that was something that definitely that pushed me out of a little maybe that is what helped me this past winter unless honestly because i was trying this new thing I was looking for artificial light looking at it differently how can I use this how can I so it was kind of a new game for me at that point to try and understand it a little bit more and not be so afraid of it because artificial light you know your overhead lights they have kind of a bad reputation so um, um, they do so they do and especially if they're boob lights do you have any of those in your house those ones that Uh look like boobs those yep yep (laughs) yep those have a really bad reputation (laughs) now i'm just gonna see boobs all over my house that's awesome yeah so um anyway yeah i don't know where that came from but Well, we have a couple of rapid-fire questions for you, if you're ready. Okay, okay well, sure. <laughs> yes. They're not hard, okay. I promise. All right. Okay. So, Canon or Nikon? Nikon. Um, do you – a favorite lens? Um, inside, my, my Sigma Art 35. And outside – I like a long focal length. Like I like to use my um, 70 to 200, 2.8, all the way at 200 millimeters because the compression is just unmatched. So awesome. Um, these are these aren't very rapid fire. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Pick it up here. Let's go. Let's go. Hold I know. On I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, 
Uh, favorite preset that you use, or do you hand edit? I hand edit. Okay. Um, dream location to shoot? Uh, your house. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send yes. you my address. Come on over. No, but I'm not even joking. Like, I would love to go into other people's houses and find light with them. Like, that would just be dream job. Like, nobody wants to hire me to do that. So, that would be you know, really cool keep it in the dream. sounds like um, a really good side hustle. I, I think that sounds amazing. It, I would totally watch that. I just, I I would love to do that. It just, it's exciting to me. I'm really weird, but. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. We like to call it interesting. Okay, so dream location to shoot is somebody else's house. <laughs> <laughs> Not creepy at all. No, I'm not creepy. Just watch your people. <laughs> um, and are you, well, we, we already kind of know the answer to this one, but um, are you a kind of shoot from the hip, shoot in the moment, or do you set things up? Um, I do a little bit of each, whatever seems to be right without trying to force too much. But it's a lot of times it's a race for the camera kind of thing, like, um, wait a second, <laughs> like, look what's Don't happening move. right here. Um, so, but yeah, I should probably learn to keep it closer. So, <laughs> not upstairs. Like around your neck at all yes, times. Yes, 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 probably. <laughs> well, well, Melissa um, Hagen was wearing this. Uh, we just, Meg and I went to the instance by our conference mm-hmm. this past weekend, and she's walking around with this like hip belt where it's like a. Like a, I, I like, I liken it to like a, you know, a, a Western where you can just Holster, like, draw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it like is right on, I was like, what is this thing she is wearing around? It was amazing. I was yeah. like, that is so cool. I've seen those where there are two of them too. You keep one on each hip. Yeah. So. That's what she had. She had yeah. one on both sides. I yeah. was like, that's what I need just yeah. to have it like right there. So I can like go about my business and just <laughs> right. pull it out there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Erin, we thank you so very much for taking some time to chat with us today. Thanks for Um, having me. It was great to get to know a little bit more about you and about your style, and you are just delightful. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Good to have you. Um, Why don't you let people know where they can find you on social media? Okay. Uh, Only one place, um, and it is Instagram, at Well, again, thank you so much, and we hope that all of you have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you, ladies, too. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye.